Welcome to the Minivan Mamas podcast. I'm Cherish. And I'm Alexa. And we record from our minivans every week because, quite frankly, that's the quietest place we could find. Buckle up. Welcome back to the Minivan Mamas podcast. Today, it, we are talking about the one about the friends. <laughs> today's <laughs> podcast, or today's episode, is the one about the friends. I am Alexa, and I'm sitting in the driver's seat today. And I'm Church in the passenger seat. So we're chatting today about making friends as a mama, as a busy mama. Um, and I feel like this is going to be a good one. This is a good one. Friends are a huge deal, especially when you're a mom and you're but in it took the me trenches. Years to figure that out. Yes. It Nobody tells really you did. that when you have a mm-hmm. kid, but I think that is very important. Totally. Okay, before we get to the friends... We have to talk about what's in the van. Yeah, what's in your van? We're in Alexa's van tonight. And tonight, Cherish has found popcorn on her foot. <laughs> there was literally, like, something on my toad nail. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> so Just for the record, her, her van is incredibly clean. She has four kids, and it's much cleaner than mine. But there was a little crumb of popcorn on my toe. Popcorn. There's Ritz crackers, smushed Ritz crackers in the back seat. Everywhere. And she has, like hidden buttons there was like this button i've been staring at all night and i finally just like touched it and her like <laughs> dashboard opened up okay we Wait. never talked and about... you have a whole lifetime supply of true lime okay let's talk about the true lime packet not sponsored but true please, lime should sponsor us sponsor us so i ordered the 500 pack of true lime from oh. amazon and i'm telling you it's my favorite thing i keep it in the car and if you add it to diet coke like at swig not yes. swig mm-hmm. mcdonald's oh, yeah or anywhere it's you go so it's so good i love so true good. lime and true lemon like their little flavor to add to water which oh, i love water smart. but it's nice to like you know when I you want something some sweet curb craving or whatever water. so so talking about friends today talking about friends today how to make them how, how to, to keep, keep them. them both are fair can be fairly difficult i feel like um no it is and i feel like I don't want to say I'm like an expert on this by any means, but I feel like it took me years to like realize how important it was to make friends, even how to make them as a mom, because you're just like in this different phase of life and your friends are also moms and they're busy. Like, and so I think this is a good topic that everyone can relate to. I also think that you're the perfect person to talk to about this because I remember going to your baby shower for Letty and I have never seen so many people there. And I swear, you could ask every single one of them, and they'd be like, no, I'm Cherish's best friend. You have oh my gosh, so many friends. So no, but you have so many friends. Yeah, but it's hard to keep up with that many people. That's true. It's true. It's true. And there's a good amount of those people that were there that are people I talk to, like, a few times a year, but we're still... But you're still friends. Friends, which those are the those best, are the best kind of friends, let's be honest. You, you can just pick right, right. back up. But, oh, yeah, that makes me feel good. I'm just... I feel like I'm really blessed to have lots of good people in my life. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So why do you feel like it is so important to have friends, Lex? As a mom who has four littles. <laughs> so I don't go, that she's crazy. Okay. But I feel like this is just being totally honest. Watching you now, since you've had Will, mm-hmm. your last baby, now you like go do more things with friends than maybe you did a few years ago. So I feel like now having my littlest older, like, well, he's a year and a half, but right. he's not so needy. He's not mm-hmm. nursing. I 
feel like I'm free. You have more freedom. <laughs> you have more freedom. Yeah. During the nursing stage, the newborn it's stage, so everything else. That's, I don't go out. <laughs> no. And that's the hardest time to keep up with friends and to maybe be a good well, friend And you've kind of done it back to back. Like you had Lucy and then like the second you stopped yes. nursing Lucy, you got pregnant with Will. And let's be honest, like pregnancy... And then nursing is basically like a two-year commitment. Yeah, I'm a terrible friend when I'm pregnant and when so I'm So the last... Well, same, same. So the last four years since I've known you, mm-hmm. you were nursing or pregnant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when we moved into this house, I was still... No, I no, wasn't nursing pregnant. Addie. I was pregnant. You're right. Did you nurse Addie into your pregnancy with Lucy, though? No, but I oh. I stopped nursing her in the next month I got pregnant. See, like, That's you've literally been nursing her pregnant. I know. Since you had... So this is, oh like, the first time I've had, like... And I've had gaps. You've had gaps. So it's different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I agree that when I have a baby baby, I don't do much with friends. Unless I have a friend that has one and kind of forces me to. Mm -hmm. And then nursing, same. Okay, but when I have a newborn baby, I feel like I'm a terrible friend, but that's when I need the friend, my Mm, friends the most. That's so true. That's when I'm the most needy. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think every person is probably that. Every mom is probably that way. Like a newborn, you're just... You're just stuck head down, a... mom mode, tired, yes. no sleep, nothing. But you really do need friends, and yeah. that's so true. And then you can be like, "Hey, is this normal?" Like, "Oh my gosh." Hey, it... it was good when we had Will and Letty together. So our youngest, like my youngest and her youngest, are eight weeks apart, right? Twelve weeks apart. But uh, it was no, good because you would check in on me, apart. like, "Are you good?" And uh-huh. I would be like, "Are you good?" Yes. Maybe I'm... you wouldn't always tell me, but it was good. No, it was to good. Check in. It was good. Yeah. I was actually, and it's good. Okay. So one thing Cherish does with her friend, we're just going to side, side note here. When people have a baby, Cherish will come up to them and look at them straight in the <laughs> eye, big eyes and say, are you okay? Like, really? Are like, you okay? Really? Uh-huh. And you, That's true. but seriously, sometimes you'll ask me and I'll be like, no, I really am. You cannot lie to your face. No, you can't. Or you'll just like break down and cry and be like, yes. I'm really not Okay. So I think that is a very good thing to because do. Because I your feel friends. like if you're just like, are you good? People are always going to be like, yeah, because no person should be like, no, I'm not. Like mm-hmm. very rarely can you just like, no. No. You have to straight out ask them. Can't be on text. You yeah, have but to if like... someone's like blunt staring you in the face, especially me, because I feel like I'm a little <laughs> bit intimidating. Like, are you lying to me right now? Are, are you good? You okay. Are you okay? Are you okay? Because I'll know. I mean, if you start crying, then I did my job, I guess. Just kidding. <laughs> Okay, yeah. but we'll, we'll get to postpartum okay. on another episode. But I feel like making... So when I had Ellie, I didn't have a lot of friends that were had kids at that time. Like, I was one of my first friends that got married early and had, had a baby kids. early. Right. And so I felt like I didn't quite have a lot of friends, and I wasn't quite sure how to make those friends. It was difficult for me. It was kind yeah. of... We were in a new neighborhood. And you were and young. I was young. I had no idea what I was doing right. as a mom. And I felt very self-conscious about like, am I doing this right? Mothering. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so it was hard to make friends. Let's just get this off the table. The first baby is the hardest. Like you don't know what you're doing. Your whole life just changed. The first baby is one. And adding, trying to make friends, like... I was the same way, but I was kind of the opposite because we got married and didn't have kids. So we lived in an area where everybody around us had kids. We were the only people that didn't. So Mm -hmm. people were always asking. And when I had him, I didn't have any friends though. Like people around us were older or had older kids. So we were kind of like the odd ones out Mm -hmm. in like the other way. In the other way. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't have any like friends with kids at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. 
other than like people I worked with. Okay. So that was like kind of, and I, I worked and a bunch of the guys I worked with, all of their wives had kids at the same time. So that was kind of nice, but we, again, they were just like work friends. work friends. Yeah. So I felt that too. I didn't have friends and I just felt pretty, yeah, really lonely. It was, it is lonely. And I didn't have anyone just to like call and be like, am I doing this right? Or a friend to come over and show you how to like get the baby. Get the baby. To latch or like. No. Yeah. I had my mom, but she lived four hours away. So I could call oh. her and ask like, should I take her in? I don't know. Is she set that sick? I don't know. But I didn't have a ton of friends, but. I did learn to be a little bit more like brave, maybe. It's true. It does teach you to be more yeah. like, like, okay, I actually do need people. So I would talk to people at church and most of the time at church, I was in the nursing, the mother's lounge. Like it's like a little room where you can go nurse. So I would just chat with friends. Okay. There. Two things. First, oh, yeah. Lex is like the queen of nursing. True story. Like oh. she totally inspired me to nurse Letty. <laughs> I nursed, but it's, it's a long story, but to be more confident nursing. Um, but also I would say we're both very outgoing, right? I am more outgoing now, but yes, I but would myself you will outgoing. just walk up to anybody and start like, Hey, how's it going? Start talking to them. And I would say I'm a very outgoing, pretty confident person, but I will not do that. It's taken me years to get there. Like if it's you a good knew thing. me when I was elementary, middle school, never, I would not talk to you. In fact, if I got like called on in class, I would cry. I was like, I don't like, I was See, and I'm like very out, ter- outspoken so and talking, talkative, yeah. not afraid to talk in front of people, but just like walking up to a random person I don't know and just, Hey, how's it going? Like Hi. starting a conversation. That's hard for me, but I like watch you. Like you just march right up to Tara Thuison and just like, Hey, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, good thing you're with me. Cause I probably wouldn't have. I think I'm just okay with making myself look like an idiot at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it at all. It like, you're just every brave. Day, you're so brave. I'm like, all right, well, let's just do it. Yeah. So yeah. But <sighs> so I learned to talk to people. Oh, and at the park, we had a park that was like right across the street from us. And I would, I was like, okay, I got to get out of the house. So I'd go to the park with Ellie and I would be pushing Ellie on the swing. And I remember I'd just like talk to whoever was next to me. I was like, okay, I have to get some adult conversation. I I like locked myself in my house and thankfully saving grace. I had one friend that we grew up from like sixth grade through high school. We kind of didn't we stopped being friends our senior year. And then we talked a little bit off and on after, but we really weren't close, but she had a baby a few weeks after me. And that was my saving grace. Cause she was just like at Walmart and at the pool and doing all these things. Like went kayaking three days after she had her baby. Like she was just what? out and about and doing all these things. And I was, Roan was already six weeks and I was just still sitting on at the home. couch at home, staring mm-hmm. at a wall with mm-hmm. a baby on my boob. And my husband all was at work. Long. All day, all long. day long. And I was, I was struggling because I went from being just like super outgoing at work all day, talking to people to like in this house with a baby. Well, your whole role changes. It changed. It's, it's like, but a, she it's like took it on and just was doing all these things. So she'd call me and be like, let's go to lunch and let's do this. And that was to, to this day, my saving grace. And when I was getting, trying to have my second, I was like, we have to get pregnant together. And we did. Oh, they were a few months apart again, which was nice. That's but nice. Yeah. That's having, cute. it's just so important, it's important to have friends as mom. Um, I also felt like I made internet friends. This sounds so creepy, but no. it was during, <laughs> but blogging. isn't that what we're doing here? That's totally what we're doing here. Okay. But it was blogging. It was during the blogging season of my life yes. when I used to blog all the time. And I felt like even though these people were just like, com- they were comments or I comment back and forth or I would, sometimes I'd meet up with them and I was like, Oh good. I've met m- other moms, but I, I feel know- like that now. Yeah. 
on Instagram. I have so many Instagram friends that I talk, communicate back and forth with and through Instagram. And like, they get it. Yes, you get it. So, um, I feel like making friends as a mom is hard. Like if you're like Lex and can just literally walk up to anyone at a park and carry on a conversation, <laughs> you can make an idiot it might out of yourself. Little, no, you go. it's so good. But like me, I might go to the park and just sit quietly. And if there's a mom by me, eventually I might be like, Oh, your shoes are so cute. Or your kids cute. Like where are you guys from? But it will mm-hmm. take me a little while. Yeah. Too. So, but yeah, internet friends is huge, especially internet like friends during COVID. I made connected with so many people through the internet. Yeah. I just want to put it out there. If you not even a mom, but especially if you're a mom and you need someone to talk to, please message us. Yes. I will voice note you back and forth all day, all day. if you need someone to talk to. Absolutely. They're my jam. We all need friends. Mm-hmm. All need friends. Um, okay. So at the park, I met some random people on the internet. This is just sounding like creepy. Dude. Through other friends. Through other friends. Oh, yes. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Wait. And another one I found for me when I really didn't have any friends and I was trying to or needed friends was my husband's friends wives yes for whatever reason like you just have this like my husband has friends that he grew up with and their wives have kids and and so if i could get my husband like hey we should we should go hang out with them or you should then their wife would come and we would start talking and i made a lot of friends that way i also think that it's important to remember that like every other mother is going through this they feel the exact yeah but you you just feel so alone and isolated it's really weird yes okay so when your kids get older so when my first was getting older and she was like three or four she was the one who helped me make more friends because she was so friendly and she just walk up to people at the park or the mcdonald's playground when you know once upon a time those existed Mm -hmm. and she'd be like hi friend how are you (laughs) so that would with force them you. playing yeah right. it would force me to like chat with the other parent and so that helps too when you have kids or when they start having play dates or meet people at school then you kind of connect with a lot of other moms that's true through your kids. like through preschool, yeah, preschool i've met some moms and made yeah, friends at totally. dance and so i think it's important like at the preschool line like when you're waiting for your kids to talk yeah, chat with the it's moms true. know who they are it's um, true and it's hard to put yourself out there but it's just it's the only way you'll make friends. I hate yes. to say it. You have to like be willing to put up to put out brave face out and just say, Hey, how hey. are you? Where are you? You know, totally. so the secret to talking to people is to ask them about themselves because everybody loves to talk about themselves. So asking them, where did you get your shoes? Your shoes are so cute. Oh, hi. How are you? Oh where my are gosh. You from? Tell me about like, you don't have to ask. Tell me your whole life story, but yeah, like yeah, but it where opens the door. Oh my gosh, I used to live up there. Where did you? I live? have found that just yeah. comment, like literally just finding something to be like, hey, I love your pants or those compliments. Friends. Even if I don't super love them, it's a great way to it's like the easiest just to put opener. that there. I don't like to do that on this. <laughs> if you are trying to find a reason to talk to someone, like, hey, your hair's so Compliment cute. Who does it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it makes them feel good and comfortable. Absolutely. Um, have you ever had no friends? Like, since being a mom, you kind of already mentioned that. You did. Yeah, and I feel like when we've moved a few times, and so it's kind of weird when you move. You still have your other friends. Yeah, but you're, like, in a different situation. Yeah, you just don't have friends maybe in your new neighborhood or wherever it is. Yeah. So we met a lot of, we just get to know your neighbors. You have to be be the extroverted person. It's so so hard. And it's hard saying that to people who are like, I'm so introverted, I don't want to go talk to anyone. It is so hard. Okay, but there are different types of friends, I feel like. There's the friends that are like couple friends, where the husband and the wife, it's all like, it's like going back to dating. 
Friends, you always say friendship that. Friendship is friendship, like dating. Okay, so yes, our so little you, friend group is like all the couples get along. Yes, which is which travel not normal. <laughs> That's true. I don't There's think it's definitely normal. friends we have that it's like. I get along with the wife and my husband. It's not that they don't get along. It's just like, it doesn't they don't click. click. Yeah, yeah. They don't click or where. Yeah. So there's different types of friends. You've got mom friends. You've got friends who maybe you get along with the moms, but not necessarily like the, the kids. kids. Uh, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> like, you don't love their children. Yeah. It's true though. You've it's got, true. there's so many different types of friends that you can have. Or Internet like your friends. kids are friends with them. So you're kind of like obligatory. Friends yeah. With you're the acquaintances mom. But like, with the mom. That's okay. I think. Life is all about relationships. Okay. Just like making connections. So hold up. You have the best um, target circle example about friends. Oh. Do you remember this one? Yes. Okay. So the, we the types of friends are all in. Well, Explain it. Yeah. Like the target, you know, the target circle, you have like your outer group of friends. So those are just like people, acquaintances, acquaintances that, you know, moms in the carpool, moms line. In the carpool line that like you kind of know who they are. You chat occasionally and then you have like a smaller circle. And those are like friends that you've been friends with for a long time and you chat every once in a while, yeah. but there's like no obligation there. Mm -hmm. Maybe you were friends close for a while, but not so much now, like high school kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have like your close inner circle friends that mm -hmm. you talk to often and like do things with. And then yeah. you have like that little teeny tiny circle where I think those are like your very, the very like closest, closest friends, know your secrets friends. And I think the, as it gets smaller, because there's, I think purposely, or there should be less and less as it gets smaller. Yes. I would because agree. like, I think you can really only have so many really, really, really close friends that you like can maintain that level of friendship yes. with. In my opinion, maybe yeah. some people are better at that. No, but I think it's good that you can have tons of friends and they can all be in different categories. Totally. Not to say like, well, you're not my best friend. Yeah. You can just be lots of different friends. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay. So I wanted to touch when we were talking about not having any friends. So when I moved here into this, so Alexa and I live on the same street. Mm -hmm. And when we moved here, I just, I didn't have hardly any friends. Like I had my one friend that we had a baby with together. Mm -hmm. And again, I had like people from high school that I knew, but like it, I didn't have any close friends. It's different when you move to a new place. And I moved to yeah, a new place clear across friends. town. I just didn't know anyone, didn't know a soul except for my husband knew you. Mm -hmm. So that helped because he was like, oh, I'm doing the loan for these people that are building a house two, two houses down two from houses us. Down. And she's so, you'll love her. She's so cute, whatever. She's pregnant. Um, yep. But I didn't have any friends and that year I don't love to do like tons of goals every year. I love to set like one really big goal for myself because I feel like that's attainable. And then I do have little other goals, yeah. like things I want to work on that year. And I always write them down, but I had one goal that year and it was literally just to make more close friends. That was it. And you did it. And I, I mean, because I knew I needed them and I was feeling lonely and I'm a very outgoing person that was just my goal. I just need to make friends. Yeah. And so I did. I made a lot of really good friends that year. I actually think that if you're struggling having friends or making friends, making it a goal, like once you make it a goal, then you're like, Hey, what do I need to do to get, well, write it down, like goal. subconsciously mm -hmm. and, and then figure out, reach out to do. people. Yeah. Yes. Invite people over for dates or like set up little park dates. So I feel like when I'm like, Oh man, I really need to get together with friends. I haven't seen them for a while. You have to be the one to make the. You have to initiate. You have mm -hmm. to initiate. It's yeah, so that's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Everyone's busy. Initiation is key. 
Yes, it is. Okay. So let's talk about like nurturing friendships. Once you have a friend and again, friendships can range from like talk to them once a year to talk to them every day. There's different kinds of friendships, but how do you like nurture and maintain those friendships? It's so hard because as a mom, you're so busy. Okay. First, I think the key to this on the other end of Mm -hmm. being the person who's nurturing, when you're the friend, you need to understand that. Like there just might be days when that person can't talk to you. Yeah. Or maybe you're not on their really, really close circle and that's just how it works. And it's fine. Yeah. You kind of just have to learn to accept that. And that is hard Mm because I've been in that position where like I had a friend who, I guess you could say I cared more about them or I wanted to be closer with them than they wanted to be with me. And I think you just have to be okay with that level. Everyone has different stages that they're going through Mm -hmm. and different seasons. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes like I've had plenty of seasons where I'm, it's not my season that I'm a good friend because I'm I'm taking care of my family and I'm struggling myself and I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to focus on this newborn. And then you reach the season where it's easier to be nurturing and friendships. Mm -hmm. And that's, or you can reply back in the same day and not take a week. So I think like on the receiving end of a friendship, you just have to be understanding of other, of the other friends season, season. Mm -hmm. It may be different than yours, even if it looks and feels the same. Even if you're both stay-at-home moms with three kids, like they're just their life is different from it's yours, different. and you may have more time or more energy to put into a friendship than someone else does mm-hmm. at the time. Absolutely. So meet them in the middle, I guess. And it's hard because everyone's busy. Everyone's so busy. Everyone is so busy. But I feel like okay to nurture the friendship. One, I gotta see them. So, so true. If they're far away. Marco Polo is my saving grace. I love Marco Polo. Shout out to Marco Polo. Uh, sponsor us? Yeah. <laughs> For real. We love, we use Marco Polo together and we live two, two houses down. away. Mm-hmm. But I love it because it feels like I hung out with you, even mm-hmm. if I didn't see you that day. But you get to like see them physically, mm-hmm. see how they're doing because just the, like texts, phone calls, I feel like you don't get that like same. It's almost like you're FaceTiming. If you don't know what Marco Polo is, it's like, it's, it's like a walkie-talkie. Vi- yes, it's videos video back and forth. Yeah, video messages, but like you don't have to watch it right then. So it's super nice because you can like go back and watch it later and it replay is it. So convenient because you can respond on your own time. It's not like mm-hmm. FaceTime where you have to be available right, and check right. and forth. You can fast forward. Yep. It is so convenient. I've so. been able to like reconnect with um, friends that live far away that I knew in high school, and it's so fun. Even if we don't respond like every day we just respond when we can and it's so fun to connect that way so marco's polo is my saving grace for people that are like not that i don't see very often if they live far away or two doors down even yeah Mm -hmm. but i also think that like getting together with friends make the effort to everyone wants to hang out nobody wants to make the invite so if you can just like throw out uh hey we're getting together for dinner wednesday night if you want to come, yeah. And we did that. You guys are ago. really good at that. I don't know. No, you guys are just literally like, come over for Sundays on a Sunday. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, hey, we're going to do this. You want to come? Hey, You're good at that. My favorite though was when we did. So we did um, potluck Sunday dinner. We had like random fish that we had gotten. Oh yeah, we were just like, hey, does everyone want to do? Anyone want to do, do dinner, dinner tonight? And everyone just brought random stuff. It was literally like what four o'clock, and we got together at five. Yeah, and everyone just brought random, and we had like fish. And chicken and <laughs> salad and rolls. Yeah. And like all kinds of random stuff. But it was so fun. It wasn't 
it wasn't like picture perfect. It wasn't this planned dinner. There's no tablecloths. Like it literally was thrown together last minute. And I think that's also important. It doesn't need to be like something fancy. I always think it should be. It's so true. Well, I feel like I, well, I'm in the stage and I probably like lean on this too much, but my toddler is hard. She's really hard. And I hate taking her places. I just don't like taking her places. She's busy. Yes, she's very she's busy. So she's the cutest cute. thing ever, but she is just kind of destructive and very busy. <laughs> and so I don't, I just don't enjoy taking her places. It stresses me out. And so I just pretty much stay home. So I'll just be like, if someone wants to hang out, like come over, come over. And it's not that it's not fun. Like we literally just sit there and chat and the kids play, but like that doesn't matter. Okay. I have, cause I live two doors down. Your house has people, you have people at your house constantly. It's not always friends though, but yeah, no, like I'm like, come over if you want to see me. Open. Like people come stop by. I think that that is so fun though. When people just stop by and your kids play and it's just everyday life. Okay, but one of my counters. favorite things is literally when people just show up, like to drop something off you, like knock on the door, show up. And then you just end up talking and your kids end up playing and you're just like, oh, this was so nice because I needed someone to show up at my door. Yes. I needed someone to play with my kids. I didn't have to ask, like, can my kids come play? Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with that. Um, I love when people show up. I mean, I might be in my pajamas. I like unannounced show ups, but but that's just me. That's especially, I love like, sometimes you'll show up or somebody else be like, Hey, I thought of you when I was in the swig line. So here's a drink. That makes people's day. I always think of you in the swig line. (laughs) You always text me, do you need some? Are you alive? Do you need a swig? Already been. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think showing people that you like to nurture a friendship, it can literally be as simple as a text or a drink or just like a Marco Polo, but like mm -hmm. letting them know you were thinking about them and just Mm -hmm. like care for them or if they need anything that goes a long way. Okay. So this is totally off topic, but do you know what your love language is? Yes. What is it? Um, physical touch, physical touch. Okay. Mine is, I retook it a little while ago and it was always words of affirmation, but it switched to gifts. So when people show up with a swig drink, that's like, Oh, that's a gift. Like it doesn't no, need to be a no. present. Like right. that's, it's that is t- so my love language. Yes. So I feel like I use my, so now I'm trying to like, um, learn other people's love languages and what they do in friendships. Cause I'm like, okay, I need to do that back to them. Cause I'm always like, oh yeah, I'll drop off a swing drink or I'll, oh, I found your favorite candy. I'm going to drop it off or whatever. So now I'm trying to decide like, okay, this friend really likes quality time. So I need to make Mine's sure that I'm... touch. So will you come so I, to my lap? I'm going to come snuggle you. <laughs> no, but like, minivan. like if my friend hugs me when they say goodbye, mm-hmm. I like think about that. I'm like, yes. oh, they do love me if they hug me. Okay. But Isn't that's that silly. Good to, no, but I think like your love language works in a friendship as no, well. It's a relationship. Yes. Yeah. It's totally a relationship. I've got friends who are really good at writing letters. They like will always send oh, a card in the so mail cute. or something. And I'm like, okay, that friend to... is really good at that. That's probably their love language. So let's do it back, back to them. To them. Mm-hmm. True. Most and you're people... good at giving, you'll show up with little things and little packages. So but I, I yeah. love that. Yeah. Which is why I make cards and gifts and crap. True. <laughs> Isn't that funny yeah. though? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. I didn't think about that in a friendship, but yeah, mine is for sure like physical touch. Or words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Quality time is my second one. Quality time. Which is so true. Like if a friend's like, hey, you want to come to Target with me? Or I ask a friend and they come with me. I feel like. Yes. They spent time with me. They, you know, Mm -hmm. or they like come over or whatever. I love that. And it's like, yes, cool. Mm -hmm. That's filling your cup Mm -hmm. in the relationship. And then mine's words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. But like, 
Um, one of my friends pointed out, I always say, I love you to my friends. And to some, one friend said to me, like, at first it kind of took me back. I don't remember who it was because she's like, I don't like normally say that to people, but then it made me feel like, she's like, yeah, I don't just normally say like, love you to friends. It's family thing. But then she's like, but then like the more I thought about it, I was like, I loved when you told me you loved me as a friend. And I'm like, well, I don't just say it to anyone, but I like to say like, love you. Yeah. Because like, what if your friend needed to hear that, that they were loved that day? Or like, what if that was the last time? I think they saying, saw you. I don't know. I, I think, think that's important. Saying that to friends me. is totally okay good and good. Yes. I do. Love you. Yeah. I I'm a lovey person, I guess. So apparently we are very lovey dovey in our friendships. <laughs> Let me bring that's you funny. gifts. Hug me. I love you. <laughs> true. I love it. True. But that's true. Figure out what your friends love languages and love them that way. Yeah. Kind of random. Show them love in that way. Not it, just your spouse, but also your spouse too. Mm-hmm. True. It, yeah. Spouse and kids. It works with everyone. It's so true. Mm-hmm. And most people do what they want back to them. Is yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, if they, somebody invites like, you to my go to Target. acts of service, hands down. Oh, yes. Hands down. Mm-hmm. So, so true. That's Brian, too. I love that. I love that you point, pointed that out. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. What about friend? Oh, this is something I want to touch on. So, I be, in the day and age we live in. Um, because social media is so big and like we were talking about making friends with social media, one thing that I feel is so hard and I'm so guilty of this is like my friends, maybe that I don't keep in touch with as well, or that I've gotten busy with or grown apart or whatever. Like I like their picture and I'm like, Oh, they know I like their picture. I love them. But I read one day on a Lululemon bag, actually, (laughs) shout out to Lulu. Um, it said notifications don't equal friendships. And it kind of struck me not saying I'm fix that or perfect but I was like that's so true just because I like their picture it doesn't count doesn't mean their friend I mean I oh, think shoot. it shows some love I do like I I guess I could say I expect my friends to like comment support yeah. like my stuff I do please. I do it's because they know like what it means to me and I try to do the same for them if it's important to them yeah. but that doesn't mean like I am doing my part as a friend and I'm so guilty of that especially the last year it definitely counts for something but it does not count for everything that's true mm-hmm. so I'm guilty of that Same. that's something I feel like Same. the last year I've been like I like the picture I shared whatever and it's like that's just not and it is a enough. good way to keep in touch with them but I also feel like if you want to go the extra like going the extra miles no it's them going a, further a text it's so true or something off but the hey ground. if your friend does Instagram stuff and you want to show them you love or care for them like comment share save yes that does go a long it way does go a long way and i noticed that mm-hmm. and i'll send it to lex I'll be like will you like this for me <laughs> and i know she will yes. so yeah no, so really, i thought that was kind of a big deal that is a big deal mm-hmm. that is a big deal something to remember because we're all guilty of it okay cherish came up also with another quote that was so good about talking when you're gonna let's say you're having a girls night or you're inviting people to come over for Whatever, if you're doing going to Target or grabbing yes, yes. a soda or whatever, you had the best. Okay, so I that. don't remember what how this came up, but um, I I'll be honest, like I don't like feeling left out. It's hard to offend me, but leaving me out makes me feel bad. And some people think that's silly as an adult, but I, I still feel that way. So I think those are my feelings. Feel that way. But I told my husband one time, and I've definitely let people out before, and that's something I guilty of but i told my husband one time that i think a friend invited is better than a friend offended yes i don't think you have to invite people to every single thing i think it's okay to spend time with one friend individually or do certain things with them but i do think 
there are definitely scenarios when like you could have invited that other friend. If you're thinking about whether or not you should invite them. Always invite them. That's a a great, that's it. If you think you should maybe invite them, then you should. Okay. And if they don't come, great. And if they come, then you did the right thing. I also think that that is on the, like for people who have depression or postpartum and stuff, they might not come and they might say no, but that invite is means everything huge. Just being invited is so big. And even if they say no, keep inviting them. Or, I mean, not to every, again. You can, I will say that. I hate that, like, if you say no or don't go a few times, people stop inviting you. Because, and maybe they take that as, like, you're just, you don't want to. Yeah. But, like, there's been plenty of times when it's just, like, I no, I just have a newborn or I'm busy yes. or I can't get a babysitter. But, like, but now I wish good. you would invite me because, like, I would want to or I could, mm-hmm. you know. So. So it's it's okay if, if they say no. If you feel like you should or that thought even crosses your mind, just invite them. Mm-hmm invite them it's better to but also know it's okay that there are times when you don't invite yeah, like you can have friendships and we have mutual friends and you hang out with them or whatever yeah that's totally fine yep yeah, so you have, something to think about though can have different nobody likes to feel left out no it's true nobody likes to feel left out it's true okay so one thing that we didn't touch on was just friends that don't have kids like if you're not a mom by the way you're welcome here this is not just for moms oh yeah but um I do have a few friends who don't have kids, so... It does make... Would you say it makes the relationship harder? Yeah. Well, when you're a mom, it's different because, like, they don't have kids, so they maybe don't understand, or, like, when they come over, it might just be uncomfortable for them, or, like, this is not their kind of, their groove. But even today, I was at the gym, and one of the girls was like, hey, we should get together and take all of our kids to the splash pad, and we were all like, yeah, that would be so fun, and then one of the other girls was kind of like... Cause she didn't have kids mm-hmm. and she was like, come, it doesn't matter. Bring your dog. Like, come over. Yes. We'd love to have you. Like, it's just the moms hanging out. We just have to bring our kids. Yeah. And I loved how she like kind of was like, Hey, it's not that we're going to the splash pad for our kids. We're hanging out. We just have to have something for our kids to do. Yeah. But our bring kids your dog and come and chat with us. I like that. So I would say just make sure not to feel them, make them feel excluded. Always invite them. And I'd say if they come. Make sure that not the entire conversation is about, about your kids. kids. That's a good, mm-hmm. that's so hard. I, I know my, my husband and I had even said on date nights, like we don't, don't need to talk kids. about the kids. But then the second we get away from them, like, they're so cute. They did oh, this, they did that. They did that. Tell you. Mm-hmm. But like there is life outside of your kids and conversations to be had. It's too. true. I also think that making time for those friends who don't have kids, whether that's like after the kids true. go to bed, no, you so true. Up Target or whatever it needs uh-huh. to be. Mm-hmm. Without your kids. Without so that, yeah. your kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or involving them in your kid's life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, come see my... I don't know if they're interested in that, but... Come see my what? Come see my kids. Uh, <laughs> but I have friends that do. <laughs> yeah. Like, they love to come play with my kids. Exactly. Even though they don't have kids. So, that's that's one to think about, too. Because sometimes I think people without kids feel left out. That's how I felt. Like, I lived in a ward mm-hmm. or an area with just tons of kids, and so we never really got invited to anything because we didn't have kids. And I'm like, I would have loved to still come, like, chat with the adults. Yes. You know, and, and not still, feel like an yeah. outcast because I don't have kids. Don't have kids. Especially because, well, some people can't have kids. Yes. Or maybe choose not to. It's not the right time, and I just don't feel like that should, like, separate you from... No. You're, you're still women. Yep. Or... Whatever. Human. Yeah. You're human. You're human. <laughs> Still need friends. And Still need I, friends. Some of my best friends don't have kids. And so. that's great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And, and I would never want them to feel like anything less or that they're, yeah, not welcome mm-hmm. just because they don't have kids. They're not part of the club. But I think just naturally it's easy to kind of like forget to invite them because you're 
inviting your friends with kids or whatever. So yeah, that's true. That's a good reminder for us all to make sure we're including our friends that maybe don't have kids as well. A friend invited is better than a friend offended. It's so true. Uh, offended? Is that yeah. what you said? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you God. got it. Right. You nailed it. I'm going to make it an Instagram Such a good quote. friend. Please do. Mm-hmm. I'd love We're to gonna share it. We're going to share it on Minivan Mama's podcast. Me with the quotes. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to write, cherish pain. Or should I write, petite in me? Cherish pain. Cherish pain. Yeah. Ooh, I love it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Minivan Mama's podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Minivan Mamas. Yes, and be sure to um, like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast on... Well, wherever you listen to podcasts. That's true, wherever you listen to us. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time.